welcome back to another episode. And this is Andre. And I have today with me my coach, uh, the woman shaman of the of the year, spiritual healer guide, Miss Megan Thomas. Megan, how are you? <laughs> You're making me laugh. That's funny. I love it. I, I like it. All right. We're just gonna have to tell Danny to call you those names. Um, that would improve our relationship greatly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um this is going to be really a non-trading episode. We're going to talk, I don't know, we're just going to talk whatever the heck comes up. That's just kind of how I roll. Nothing's really scripted. Um, So Megan, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, who you are, how you got into this uh, spiritual journey, uh, what drove you to get there. And yeah, let's see. Let's hear it. Spill the beans. All righty. Well, that's a lot. That's like a two-hour episode. <laughs> I mean, six uh, well, episodes first it is. Of all, yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, I am a an energy healer. I use theta healing as my modality. I'm obsessed with human design, so I've brought that into my personal life, into my business. Um, I am also a parenting coach, so I love to bring, I love to help parents understand their children through the lens of human design, so that they can have a deeper connection with their child. It helps kind of chill out the, <laughs> chill the household. <laughs> I know it's really helped me with mine where there was lots of things where I thought there was something wrong with my parenting at times, something wrong with my child, but really just learning about the human design and understanding that, nope, this is just the way that they express themselves has been really helpful. Nice. My own personal journey, how it kind of all started with theta healing um, the coaching piece is just how I love to hold people's hands and really walk them through life. Cause I really, I really like to help people. And I kind of almost chop it up to the fact that I'm nosy, <laughs> but in the most loving way, <laughs> it's like, I am a safe place for all of your heartfelt details. Tell me everything, but it's like, it's there. It's secure. It's loving, yeah. but I just, I really like to know. <laughs> and it does help that I love to talk. So you 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 probably know as much about me as my wife knows. It's fucking crazy. I'm not supposed to be cursing. It just comes out. Hey, it's all good. Yeah. Um, but I like I've always been into like self development and stuff like that. Like when the internet was invented, when I was a teenager, <laughs> I, I really was in got my twenties. Okay, <laughs> I don't think you're that much older than me. No, I just turned forty. Okay, you're only a couple. Of, you're only a few years older than me. Yeah, never ask women how old she is. I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> oh, I'm 36. I'm 36. Oh, nice. So is my wife. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, she's uh, she's a couple years younger or a couple weeks younger than me. Nice. Anyway, so I um, I've always been into like what make what makes people tick. Like I remember just sitting there, like looking at my family and being like, what what kind of experience is this <laughs> i've always really been able to see into other people and if you yeah. know anything about human design that is what a projector does is we see into other people very very clearly and um so i kind of have always dabbled in self-development and stuff but it really came to a head when i got pregnant with my son so he's my first and I realized how unprepared I felt. And when Hello. he actually came into this world, I I just kind of hit a wall. Mm. Of like, what am I, like, how, how am I supposed to do this? I felt unprepared, unsupported. I felt isolated. And I just kind of broke into two. Yeah. So 
that's where I started seeking out deeper, more energetic type healing because I'd done the counseling. But to me, it was surface because I already know knew those things about myself. Yeah, tell me something I don't know, right? <laughs> I needed something deeper. Yeah. So then I found beta healing and that really changed my life. Yeah. Definitely. So what like what led you to theta healing? Did you see a sign? Was it a recommendation from someone? How did you how did you stumble upon it? So there is a local healer here. I had seen her for a medium reading before, but I learned that she did spiritual counseling. And I had I was taking some classes with her too, just learning about energetics, the spiritual side of things. And she had this like four part course that I was taking. So I went to her for spiritual counseling because I'm like, I need someone to tell me the deeper stuff. There's something like I felt the vision I kind of had was like, I could see the other side. Like I knew where I was going, but it was like a glass wall and I could just run my finger along Mm. it. And I'm like, how, where's the door? How do I get to the other side? Like what is blocking me from getting to where I need to be? And uh, so I figured, you know, I'm going to go to an intuitive I'm done with counselors. So I went to go see her. And as I was talking, she's like, did I ever tell you I do theta healing? And she asked my permission to um, go into some of the the obvious traumas that I was relaying to her. And, um, and even just like not even a full session changed Mm. my life. Yeah. I can tell you after the first theta healing session I had with you, I I feel like I unlocked, right? Like, like emotionally, my mind unlocked a little bit. And I was telling my wife, like, I had never experienced joy before. Now, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's because of a traumatic childhood. I, I don't, well, duh, right? That is. Um, <laughs> duh. <laughs> and, and just like, like, the I remember the next day, after um the theta healing i was getting my kids from school and the sun was hitting me i was like this is what joy feels like i don't i can't believe i've never felt this before and then you know the the realization started coming left to right to left to right to right to left and i was like i was really screwed up and again still still kind of screwed but not as screwed up as i was like a few months ago (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man so let me it ask you always be a work in progress oh yeah yeah i message you but all the time about my work explain, in progress maybe we should explain what theta healing actually is and what we're let's doing go for it. It. let's go because for it. um it really at least in my part of the world it's quite unknown um so with theta healing it's the type of energy healing that helps you zero in on the messages you received that maybe told you you weren't enough or that something was wrong with you um these messages that we receive from our environment and this could be through our core through our childhood through our um our genetics right this stuff Mm -hmm. passed down is passed down through a lineage um but they hold us back and they in, in, in the form of energy. So it's thick, it's negative, and it affects how we see and interact with the world. So what theta healing does is it gets to the root cause of the of that energy. And with that, it can be released from your body. Now, just as we release those negative energies, we can bring in the positive energy. And that helps you to support your goals. So for example, like what for joy, 
you saying you've never experienced joy. Think about the times where you did as a child experience joy. Did something happen after that to steal your joy or was there just no place for it? I've had a client who had, um, I've had actually a, a few clients who expressed like them being children, experiencing joy, playing, and then a sibling would come along and either scare them, taunt them, hurt them. Um, so then mm. that feeling of joy, that feeling of throwing yourself into play now becomes a threat. And so they have, they, their ego blocks that of like, oh, I'm, I'm being creative. I'm being joyful. I have to watch my back because someone's going to come hurt me. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. No, it makes sense because I remember being a joyful little boy until, um, I mean, we can get real until my mom started dating a murderer and literally tried to try, was trying to kill us. But, you know, it, it, because I would go, my auntie is literally my angel on earth. She literally pulled me out of a closet before, like curled in a little ball inside of a closet and pulls me out. I would always go from fear to happiness. I wouldn't say joy because the joy got dumbed down. I would go from fear to happiness. Um, And it's like, damn, do I really got to go back to this place? (laughs) Right. And, and, you know, like, I also saw the effect that it had on my mother because she changed from that point. She went from, I don't want to throw her under the bus because she may listen to this, but she uh, went from being this, this openly socially engaged woman to being now I'm in my bubble and I am not coming out of my bubble kind of a thing. And then she went, (laughs) this is kind of funny, but it's not. She went from being abused by men to abusing men. It just just totally totally flipped the scale and i don't know if it's you know like okay now i was weak now i'm strong kind of a mentality when you're really just like blocking what you feel but yes you're 110 correct let me ask you um human design that's made just as equal of an impact on my life as theta healing how the heck did you stumble upon that Ooh, um, first time. Okay. So, um, I am a certified coach and there is a, uh, the woman who owns the coaching program. Um, she did readings for us Mm -hmm. and it did take me quite a bit to kind of get into it. Cause if you look at a chart, it's like a whole other language and you're like, so, um, she gave me my reading. It really jived with me and I'm like, oh my God, yes, this makes sense. Um, and then I kind of put it on a shelf for a little while. And then one of my, uh, one of the women that I work with, uh, she's really into human design and she looked at my chart and she's like, oh my goodness, like you're very open. And I'm like, well, tell me more about that. So just with us hanging out, um, she helped me dig into it and made it palatable for me. And then I ended up going on my own deep dive. And so I started listening to um, podcasts. Um, If you're interested and you like podcasts, um, what's it called? Is My Aura on Straight? Is My Aura on Straight by AC Brown. Okay. She's amazing. And she makes everything very easy to understand. So I started listening to her obsessively. And she really helped me understand a lot of what human design is. And then I started using it in my parenting. And my biggest shift was using it to help my son potty train. Because <laughs> he was having nice. challenges. With it. Yeah. So I looked at his chart and I started and like I started using it as a way to experiment with his with how to communicate and speak with him. And I was able to get him potty trained with ease, whereas the generic 
way of potty training wasn't working for us. Yeah. I have a yeah. feeling with this little guy over here that you could probably hit in the background. We're going to have some challenges with that guy. But his environment is cave. So Danny goes, build him a tent. Let him poop in a tent. Yeah, that's what <laughs> like, we did. My son would, was refusing to release his pee or his poop. And um, so I was like, okay, how do I help you feel safe to release the pee? So mm-hmm. I literally made him a tent in his closet and I put it in there and helped him feel safe to release. And it got him, got him used to the sensation of peeing in a, in a potty. And from there on things kind of progressed and I'm not going to go into the big story about it, but (laughs) uh, at least we got him pee trained. Yeah. Yeah. Our daughter was, was harsh to, to potty train because she, she, uh, it took forever for one. And then, and once once we got her potty trained, she broke her femur, and then she went back to diapers, and then we re potty trained her. Yeah, it was it it, it was a, literally a poop show, literally. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, what do you what do you what, what can you do? But no, that's a that's a cool story. I can tell you after our first uh, meeting, I dove really deep. I still dive really really deep into human design, and. It's funny because the now the more that I understand myself, I can I literally was on a Zoom session with one of the group members the other day. I'm like, you need your human design read. And I was like, I'm I'm willing to bet you hundred dollars that you are an emotional generator. Mm, Guess what he is? Ready? He's an he's an emotional <laughs> generator. Because I started asking him about his is how do you feel? Are you are you are you frustrated? Does that frustration lead to anger? He's like, Yes. Mm. And what clued me into that he was a generator type is he can sit at a chart for 12 hours straight. I'm like, dude, that's not normal. But then the downside to that, his environment is shores. So mm. he is he was super out of out of alignment because now you're staring at a chart for 12 hours a day and you're neglecting something that grounds you. So I challenged him, like, go out to a shore, go out. If a beach is like two hours away, take your butt to the beach. Who cares? Even just putting his computer next to the window. Being I hope on a he listens to this. Being, yeah. Being oh okay. Yeah. I hope he listens to this. Yeah. Okay. Computer next to the window. Like, it's it's about being in one in two places at the same time. So you're inside, mm. but you're seeing outside. But also him looking at a chart can be uh really helpful too because he's all in a different reality so it's like you're Mm -hmm. in this reality right i'm in my body but i'm also in your reality talking with you who is in california this is a shore so these are people who get lost in books who get lost in movies video games Mm -hmm. but again when it comes to electronics there's also the emfs and stuff like that so he probably does to reconnect with nature maybe sit against a tree <laughs> hug it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's um that's really cool and i think knowing your human design no matter what you do is really important because that's why i brought theta healing and human design together because when i'm working with someone and i can see their chart i'm able to intuit things so mm. much quicker and help them see where their conditioning and their challenges may lie but also help them realize and bring out their natural gifts mm. because your chart will show you all of those things nice we'll so, probably you know what, what we should do we should do uh, a, a second episode and uh you can you've already done it for me but we'll do it again you could break down my chart tell me about myself and so people can see what it's like but that would be really cool yeah i would love to do that and maybe even show our charts side by side because yours and mine are very different 
um, would be really cool. I'd love that. That's awesome. I can tell you, uh, even knowing my, my children's human designs is helpful. Like me being a manifesting generator and my son being a manifesting generator, I can tell you he is all, he's more on, he's more on the generator side because this kid is going, he's the road, the road runner from Looney Tunes. That is him. <laughs> and I can say, Hey son, go get me a diaper. And it's like, dude, my daughter's a manifester. She's, I listen to a lot of uh, Ra's stuff, his older stuff. And she reminds me a lot of him that I don't give a crap. I don't give a crap. And it's, it's cool because how she can be very repelling or my son is very open. Like his strongest sense is touch. My daughter's like, all right, get away from me until I'm ready to talk to you. And her being yeah. a, a manifester, uh, we do. I told you before, I, I feel both. Aura type in general, a manifesting generator, their aura is very inviting. It does feel like a warm hug. They are magnetic because they are bringing in opportunities toward them. Mm-hmm. Whereas the manifester who does have, and that's a word that I really don't like to use as the repelling one because um, mm-hmm. it sounds so negative, but it's it just does. This aura. It's a big energetic aura of like, you know, yeah, I will keep opportunities and things at bay until I have the energy to draw them in mm-hmm. and to act on them. So it's meant as a, I'm reserving my energy for something special. Exactly. And uh, I tell people, don't tell her what to do. Like she just won no, a martial arts. Oh tournament. yeah. She just <laughs> won two martial arts tournaments, one at our own personal dojo and one in, in, in right before San Francisco. And I was telling them, leave her alone. She'll figure it out. Let her cook. Like let her do her thing. The more you talk to her, the star she's going to be. But it's helped but me. How really- beautiful is that that you know that and you can advocate for her in that way. Oh yeah, and I tell her oftentimes, I know you better than you know yourself. And she looks at me like, "What? Like, yeah, I do. <laughs> Test me." <laughs> oh my goodness. So you being what are, you are a projector? Was you a two, a two? I forgot. A two four. Two four. Yeah. So the profile is our life approach and our learning style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you're being a projector? That's a two four. How has that helped you in your business? Well, being a two, um, it means I'm good at everything. There you go. <laughs> Twos are naturals, and if yeah. we aren't natural at something, then we usually it's not usually meant to be in our life. But um, I have tried a variety of things, like through my my working career, I've done yeah. all sorts of things, and I've realized, like you know, I really can do anything that I set my mind to, because I things just come with ease for me. Mm-hmm. So I just when I actually sat down and thought, what do I, what am I passionate about? What do I actually really want to do with my life? I didn't have as many hangups about it because I'm like, Oh, I have evidence in my life that I can go from different career to different career. And I always, um, I'm usually really good at it. And it's not so hard. It's so hard because it sounds so cocky and us Canadians Uh, like very humble, but (laughs) uh, I, um, the the four is great because the four is the networker. It's the people person, right? The two mm-hmm. does have a hermit side to it. So that's the first thing that I found really validating about human design is that I 
love people. Like I truly love them. I could sit, I, I love going to the grocery store and just like interacting with a person here and there, um, or going to work and being able to sit down and connect with someone on a soul level. I really love it, but then it's also very draining. So it's like, I get my energy from people, but then I also feel like I have to hide out sometimes for <laughs> weeks at a time. So there's that, I always thought something was wrong with me because oh, it's yeah. like, I love people, but like, I really want to be alone. And I didn't know. And it's just the two, four is just, a, um, it's kind of a push pull. So I just need to learn to listen to my energy on when I need to hermit and when I need to be out with people. And I've kind of gone through kind of a long hermit phase lately. <laughs> and it's okay because that's, that kind of leads me into my next question. Um, yeah. Everybody who's in business has, you know, you, you have your boom and bust cycles, right? And I know you guys, uh, I know what you guys are doing right now. Knowing your human design and and knowing that you can connect via theta healing, how do you navigate the good times where things are booming? And then, then I don't want to say bad times, but the challenging times where things are, you see the light at the end of the tunnel, but it just seems like, oh, there's a wall here. Oh, hopped over that wall. Oh, there's one here. Oh, crap. There's a mountain here. How do you navigate that? So you're talking about my life right now. <laughs> oh, it, with all the knowledge I have, I still need support. I mm. have to lean on my support. And it's when I bury myself and I hermit so hard that I won't even let anyone know that I'm I'm not okay mm -hmm. is where I, 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 I suffer. So I just need to lean into my support and remind myself that everything is temporary. But then lean into the gratitude. And that's where my kids are... And I don't, I don't put anything emotionally on them, but just they are my saviors. So if I'm feeling sad, I just sit and I watch them. Mm -hmm. I watch my son work so diligently on his little Legos. And I just watch his beautiful brain work and those gorgeous eyes just focusing. And I just have gratitude for this. It blows my mind, this human that I created. And then he wants to play with me. And I'm like, oh, how amazing is it that my son wants to draw me into his play? And then I've got my daughter jumping on my back behind me, smothering me with kisses. And it's just like, yes, things are challenging right now. But my life is so beautiful. Definitely. Like, I love those little shit so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, just being able to look at life through their their eyes yeah. and be the support that they need, like really keeps me from uh, spiraling too much. And it's just, it anchors me to the present moment mm -hmm. because I can, I can really focus on the past and all the things that I've done lately to kind of F up or, and be afraid of the future of what's to come and what's going to happen to me and to my family. But I just anchor into the present moment and just know that like, we're safe, we're fed, we've got a roof over our head. And I've got these two little beings who love and trust me so much. Like they tell me multiple times that they love me. And it's just, oh, uh, yeah, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? It's having, so having an open emotional center. I feel, I feel you right now. Literally it's pouring through the internet. Oh, that's <laughs> hard. Yeah. That one's, yeah, it's that one's hard. Having that emotional center. Like, and that's been something that I've been learning the last six months or so is to to become wise about my emotions because yeah. it's something I shoved down so hard. And when you have that emotional center undefined or open, like when it's white on your chart, um, you will avoid people, please. Um, anything you can do to avoid conflict, conflict or to um, 
feel the feelings of others. You just kind of want to be a fixer. So you don't mm-hmm. have to feel other people's emotions because it's so overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> and it's so funny. There's we're all emotionally undefined except my daughter. So there's just between me, my husband, and my son. When we all get kind of like in that irritable phase and we're just like kind of like snapping at each other, <laughs> I just I have to stop and laugh because like I see how the three of us go round and round and mm-hmm. round and just like just like bite at each other. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I can stop. So just take a step back and I look at my son. I'm like, let's take some deep breaths because we're getting a little bit crazy around here. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, your husband trades and I think he's going to be a damn good one, but, um, uh, how have you found that his own personal human design affects him in going up and down, up and down, up and down? Well, let's talk about more profile stuff. He is. Uh-huh, a one. Let's do it. Okay. And anyone who is a one, you guys can get stuck in this, in this not knowing enough. Okay. Hey. Why are you talking to me right now, Megan? <laughs> oh, that's right. You're a five one. Um, yeah. But you get so stuck in this. I don't know enough because you guys find safety in knowledge, mm-hmm. being able to prepare yourself with knowledge. And the thing is, is there's always more to learn. You just got to allow yourself to play like, okay, I've learned this. Let me play with it. Let me experiment. Mm-hmm. Um, and with him, he's a one four. So he is a networker. So for him, I always say like you, I, I don't know. I tried to understand trading. It's just not. It's not your thing. But I think you, I think with what you do, you can help people unlock themselves, but keep going. Exactly. And I don't need to know anything about trading, but with him, I'm like, I see when you talk to other people, how lit up you are, you need to know enough and then to bring it to your group. You need to know enough and then teach someone what you know to help it solidify within you. Now, the hard part is him being a projector. Oh, I have to tell you something. Let's do it. Uh, But okay. Put a pause in that. I'll pause. Um, I actually haven't even told him. So hopefully he listens to the podcast. Yeah, he will. (laughs) But him being a projector, he's working at a job that's like literally killing him. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't always have the energy for that. So trying. So if you find yourself in the same position, try to find play, try to find one thing that you enjoy. Don't let yourself get soul sucked into your shitty nine to five. Yep. But I accidentally put in his birth time wrong. So he was born at like five something in the morning and uh-huh. I put it at PM. He would have the... been a manifester. <laughs> so wait, he's not a projector. He's, he's a man. You know, he's a projector. Okay. I okay. went to check his birth time. Cause I was almost like that might explain some things. But if he were born just like a little bit later, he would have been a manifester. Uh, oh, that yeah. would have been a cool household, a projector and a manifester. Uh, I, and, I like the way they are. Yeah, my daughter is a manifester. My wife's a projector. And their interaction is really cool because I find that that they balance each other out. Fun fact, if you overlay me and my wife charts, everything's defined. Yeah, me and Danny have two undefined together. Are mm-hmm. Um, so we can, we have a defined throat together. Mm-hmm. So that's why we love to talk things out with each other. Um, uh, but our sacral is still undefined together. Mm-hmm. Damn it. <laughs> and our solar plexus is undefined together. So I've actually seen us but, uh, through our relationship. I think it's going to be like 12 years we've been together this year. 
and through our relationship of how we've become wise about our emotions together, but individually, Mm -hmm. how we kind of work that out together. So that's been really, really cool. But I like that he's a projector because projectors have a very unique perspective. And that's one thing that I love about him and about us is that we're on the same page about things. Definitely. He's never gaslit me. He always understands me on a deep level. And it's just, that's something that I, I need. Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) And I find being a manifestation generator, I need projectors around me because Literally, because I'm so I like to I like to tell myself that I'm super detail oriented. I can be, but I know during the process I'm going to miss something that's key, and I'm not going to see it. I'm going to be like supposed to though. You're supposed to do that, but I'm supposed to be perfect, Megan. Keep trying, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) But But you know what projectors are good at doing. We're good at cheerleading. And that's definitely. what manifesting generators need is they need a cheerleader. Definitely. I I, I definitely agree. So it, it helps me out. And one of my friends, Michigan, he's a projector. And I lean on him to show me where I missed something. Right? I, I, I go to my wife when I need her opinion on something because there are days where I feel like a generator and there's days where I feel more like a manifester, like leave me alone. Don't talk to me. I'm totally closed off. I'm totally closed off today. Like go somewhere. But when, when I have this, I like, I asked her, should I incorporate human design into what I do? I was very torn about it. Mm. And then I thought about the people I've helped with their chart and, and it's like, oh yeah, I probably should. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding it's making a difference in people, but without having the projector there to, kind of kind of uh supervised for lack of better words my own brain i don't know what the hell i'd be doing (laughs) but yeah we're really good at seeing where things can be improved mm -hmm. yeah you guys are a blessing sometimes we're very much (laughs) wagging the finger (laughs) very much so very much so okay so what were we talking about before we took the left turn i don't remember we're talking about danny and and, oh we were asking about how his chart something about his chart yeah i I guess we can come back to it if if it ever if it comes back to the brain at some point in time him Um, and his trading um yeah i think he needs to sink into community mm -hmm. more and i told him to um as i said granted megan doesn't understand much about trading just looking looking at his chart it's like you need to explain it to her. She might not get it, but yeah. you will understand more about you by you talking. Right. I don't but know if he's done it yet. That's him being a split definition. He needs to talk mm-hmm. things out. And mm-hmm. I'm his sounding board. Yeah. We definitely have a lot of electromagnetic channels together, which just mean that we plug into each other mm-hmm. to create a new, stronger energy, which explains why I, you know, I, our energies were so attracted to each other when we met. Yeah, definitely. Um, I often tell, I, I tell people the story when I saw my wife for the first time, like I wasn't in control of myself. Like my body started going over there. And I literally remember thinking, why the hell am I walking over here? I have no clue. And how long have we been together? 14 years? 14 years later, three kids. And she made the right choice. <laughs> she just You should have seen the look she just gave me. I was like... <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, okay. So now I forgot what I was going to ask you. What are your, um, you just made a shift recently. Um, mm. Tell me about that shift and why did you make that shift? Oh, why? Hmm. Okay, so when I opened up my Theta Healing practice, so basically how that happened was I started seeing a massage therapist and she did Reiki as well. I told her that I was taking this Theta Healing course and she said, I have a room for you. Would you like to come uh, work? Like, would you like to work here? And so, you know, I was shitting my pants, but I said, Mm -hmm. yes. Like, I was so scared. I was terrified. I think for the first month before every, before my sessions, I would have to take like uh, an anti-nauseant because I thought I was going to throw up. I was so scared because mm-hmm. I'm putting myself out there. Like it was something I love to do, but the nerves, like, like again, anything worthwhile will scare the shit out of you. And I, oh, yeah. was so-, so she gave me a bunch of people. She just started throwing people at me that I didn't know. And that's what helped me develop my trust in my intuition. So I needed the practice and she gave me people I didn't know. So when they were telling me like, oh my God, you're right. That is true. This and that. It just helped me gain my confidence. Where was I going with this? All right. Every time I had a parent come and sit in front of me and say, this happened to me, And I don't want this to happen to my child. I want to be different for my child. The fire within my soul would just ignite. And I just, I couldn't ignore it anymore. And then once I started like sifting through human design and using it on my children and seeing it, how it really helped me. as opposed to parenting in a way that I needed, I'm parenting in a way that my children need Mm -hmm. me. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So I've, um, I just couldn't, ign- I couldn't ignore that anymore. And I just want to be that support for parents because it's so isolating. It's so lonely. Our society is so, there's no community anymore. Right. Right. You know, and I want to bring it back. I don't know. I don't know how the hell I'm going to do that, but at least if I can help parents, you know, calm themselves and just connect to their kids the way that we all want to when we think about definitely does that make sense it makes a lot of sense because now that i understand specifically my son's human design there he sometimes he goes really really fast and i have to tell him son slow down i'm not telling you to come to a complete stop sign just slow down just a little bit and what i've learned to do is i've learned to let him burn that sacral energy because it's strong it's really him in particular. It's really, really strong. And he burns it out to the point to where this kid can get over eight hours of sleep and then wake, mm-hmm. wake up, do it all over again. Like he never went to sleep, but he needs to, he needs to burn that sacral energy or else he's not going to go like, he's not going to have a restful sleep, but yeah, both of my kids are manifesting generators. And I'm so glad that I know that about them because, because I don't have that, that energy that they do. I need to do what I need to do to be okay. Yeah. So that I can support them. Yeah. So self-care and knowing myself and asking myself like, oh, okay, like what's up? Like, are you okay? And um, do the healing work on myself is even more important. Right. Gotcha. And I yeah. want parents to have that awareness of like, Hey, 
these things are triggering you. And, and that's the whole thing with the potty training journey. Like, I was going through a crisis because I thought something was wrong with me. I thought there was something wrong with my parenting and I had to heal first my beliefs on what potty training should look like. What, you know, I figured if you're not potty trained by three years old, I am a failure as a human being, blah, blah, blah. Where the fuck does that come from? Who knows? (laughs) Society. And it was just control on my end too. Like my, my feelings of control. Um, or wanting to control him of, you know, his picky eating and his withholding going to the bathroom. Those are two things I can't control is input and output. So I really got, um, I really had to, I had to heal my control issues with that. Yeah. It's hard, especially being a parent. Um, Mm. You said a key word that brought me to the next question, healing. Um, Mm. I can tell you that after our last data session, or you helped me see that I was the problem with my own business. Um, Not the problem, just the... The roadblock. Block. Mm-hmm, <laughs> the roadblock. Have you helped other people who are self-employed? And mm. what is it? What is a common thing you see with someone when they're trying to get to... I don't want to say common, but what do you see when someone's trying to get to a certain level financially? or And then we can talk, get to a certain level spiritually. Oof. How do you help them overcome that? By helping them get to the root. So what is the struggle? So is it, so for you, you wanted to help everybody. And I'm sorry, may I speak freely about this? Go for it. I don't care. (laughs) So what your challenge was, was that your worth was based on all the people you could save. And when I had you walk out that door and see all those people that were waiting for you, it was all your face. You were Mm -hmm. trying to save you because if you could save other people, then maybe you could actually save yourself. Mm -hmm. People think like, I don't consciously think that way. This is all subconscious. Everything is about ourselves. We are egocentric people. Mm-hmm. So when there's when there's an issue or there's a concern, it usually can be reflected on what's going on in our own subconscious mind. Definitely. That Definitely. Was a no, it's awesome because on some in some way, shape or form, I knew that. But at the same time, I didn't know how to get there. I would say that a lot of the root causes have to do with our feelings of safety. Mm-hmm. So is there something... Is there something, how do I put this? It's either a love issue. Are you trying to gain love Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. some sort of way? Like the love of others will finally prove I'm worthy or the safety of like, oh, if I can control this aspect of my life, I will finally be safe when really the only thing we can control is ourselves and our reactions to things. But I would say when it comes down to love and safety, those are some of the biggest keys I see in any problem. Definitely. So let's connect data healing and human design really quick. I'm a five one. Um, How do you think? Oh, this is going to be cool. How do you think that helped me process my traumas? And how do you think it either? Well, let's go both. How do you think it, it, it helped me with my trauma or hurt me? I'm just going to write these down. Let's start one. Let's start with this one. How do you think it being a five one, how do you think it helped me? I think your endless curiosity. So the one being curious, I think mm-hmm. that helps you. It is your greatest advantage because the one gets you down those rabbit holes. Oh. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. The five, um, the five is challenging. The five is, you know, the super healer, the hero, um, not to, you know, did you see the Superman thing right, right up there? <laughs> yes, I did. Have you ever seen the Superman coffee mug in the videos and the Superman t-shirts? No. Oh yeah. Ask Danny about that. Oh, well, <laughs> but then, but there is that innate, like I need to save everybody else. The five is meant to heal themselves so that they can heal mm. other people. So if you go down the self-awareness rabbit hole with your one, you can, you learn, you know, mindfulness, self-awareness, and then you finally see in your five where other people are triggering you because there's something within you that needs Mm -hmm. healing. Definitely true. So I feel like as challenging as that profile can be, it's probably been your best ally and why you are here today talking about what you're talking about. Definitely. Okay. So how does my... I love it, actually. I'm a Leo. It's stroking the ego. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, my God. Now, let's punch the ego a little bit. How does it hurt me being a 5-1? Hurts five enough to, to hold me back. Hurt. Hold me back. Yeah. No, we'll talk about let's hurt you. <laughs> okay, let's hurt it. Fuck it. Let's go. The five is challenging <laughs> because you're if, in, its, in its shadow, like in its low vibrational form, if there's someone in your life you can't save oh, you can it. go down a wormhole of trying yeah. to save that of trying to find that worth or um you know the universe is always sending us tests so if they send you someone that isn't meant for you to save or that just is choosing not to be saved um if you aren't able to let go of that you can create quite a bit of drama for yourself but if you can be in the high vibe of the five and you can be like okay yes I'm going to be healing, actively healing myself. And if someone crosses my path that is in alignment for me to help out, I'm going to help them as long as they want it. Mm-hmm. Once they don't want it, I release. Yeah, They're I've been doing, yeah. Yeah. I've gotten better at that, actually, especially since our, our talk, because yeah. one thing I was doing, because I don't just take anyone into my group. I talk to them like how we're talking right now. And I decide, okay, if I like you, you're in. If not, cool. But then if I like them and want them in, I tell them, Hey, I can't fix your problems. You have mm-hmm. to fix your problems. I can just give you information. And I always said that, but I never believed it until our last session. Mm-hmm. All right. How does my profile push me forward? The one is always learning, always wanting more information, always wanting to evolve. The five is how that pushes you forward. There's so much learning to, that comes with the five. I think they work actually really nice hand in hand because with the one always wanting to learn, the five is always learning through their interactions with other people. Mm-hmm. So I think they actually work very nice together. I wonder if that's true. It is. I I, I remember again during my some, my some profiles are combative and some are in Ooh. a line like work very well together. Well, mine's a combative one. Mine's really? a two four. Yeah, because it wants to be alone, but it wants to be with people. So I have to toe the line and really find balance. Would you call? Yeah, would you say it's a balanced profile rather than combative, or would you just keep it at no, combative? combative? Okay, I like it. Let's go. It's combative. It's kind of a push pull together. Yours is yours. I think I don't remember them all off the top of my head, but yours I think is one that works in like well together. Yeah, get the word you used. Does your does your profile? then does that cause internal struggle for you? Uh, Yeah. If when I'm not listening to myself, Mm. 
Okay. And I'm not listening to myself. My body will come down with, I get uh, migraines are my biggest one. So when I start feeling a migraine mm-hmm. come on, it's like, Oh, where have I been ignoring myself? Where is my life out of balance? Where have I? Um, so yeah, if I'm not actively paying attention to myself and finding balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Random question. Yeah. Sure. If you could save the world using using one thing, what would it be? Like out of the things that I do? Or do do I think or no? Human design is key. I think yeah. human design is key because um we're all we all know that we're individuals. We know that we're not meant to be the same, yet as we're growing up, we are pushed into the same box. Society has this box of like, this is what's acceptable. Please yeah. fit in here. And you know, our parents, like nobody wants their kid to be the weirdo. Nobody wants their child to be ostracized. So the parents yeah. with some have bad intentions, some have good intentions of like, I just want you to fit in. So they they push and deny our realities as opposed to honoring who we are individually, honoring our inner knowing. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to come back as a society and teach and just know within ourselves that children are brilliant, that they're meant to be honored and to be respected and that we they are here to teach us. If we could have that as as just a a fundamental like knowledge and we started treating and acting that way, like that our children are here to teach us. Wow. I think we'd be a lot more wise than we, than we are. Definitely. If the world was the same, there'd be nothing to learn from, from, from anyone. Just, just, it would just kind of suck. But if Um, we all knew our human mm. design and we knew and we could trust our inner knowing, um, Human design gets a bad rap, and I'm gonna get your thoughts on this. Oh, oh okay. yeah, you know, you know, I'm the one. Here we go. <laughs> um, it gets a bad rap. People call it New Age spirituality and all this other stuff. Oh, you shouldn't see a human design reader. Blah blah blah. It's deconditioning. It's de- <laughs> so. My son's trying to crawl, and he just bit it. Not, <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny. But it's not. Um, I think it's literally deconditioning us and it doesn't it doesn't take away from whatever you believe in it just supposed to to me it should just enhance it enhance it what are your thoughts um absolutely isn't it is a way to enhance but if we are all to honor and love ourselves for who we are individually and we are all recognizing the power we have within how many systems fall (laughs) all of them want to keep exactly I don't want to blame religion, but a lot of things were made evil that aren't evil. But Correct. I just feel like for the the people upstairs, the big mm-hmm. powers that be want us to be the same. They want us to be sheep because you can herd a bunch of sheep around for whatever gain there is to have. Um, yes. But if we were all a shepherd, <laughs> you know, leading our own way and, and building community and just knowing the power we have to heal ourselves... There isn't a need for a lot of the shit that we that we buy into. I agree. I feel like I was listening to a talk by Ra and something clicked. He said that a lot of the quote, and again, I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but kind of am, <laughs> that a lot of the higher ups were are manifestors and projectors and they make 
they make everyone operate in in a generator's aura type. And I see that a lot. I, I see it with let's throw Danny under the bus. Sorry, Danny. I see it with Danny. He's operating as a generator when I think he should probably be probably more or less embrace the projectorness and take what I call a projector nap every now and then. Um what are your that's thoughts? not the world he lives in, though. Like, I, that's know, not I know, I know. It sucks. It pisses me do. off. Yeah. Pisses me off. But yeah, I feel like too many people are running around acting. And again, not the, not not to. But any that was to me them. too, and that's why I made this shift to what I'm doing, um, because I what I wondered why when I was working um, at a, like a act like a real job in quotes. <laughs> is that I, I was constantly burning out. And I thought, again, something was wrong with me because I'm like, everybody else is doing the same job I'm doing. Why is it me that is falling ill, that is sick, mm -hmm. that is tired, that when I leave work, I can't even do anything that I enjoy because I can't move. Yeah. So that was learning that I was a projector was just so validating to know that, okay, I've just been working against my own energy and that I can honor it by... um like projectors can do a lot of things, but what we can do in three hours is what takes some people. Yes. Yes. No, so I would the... be done before noon at my job and be like, okay, so what? I'm just going to sit here and distract Nap everybody. Time. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and that leads me to my next question. Being a projector and an entrepreneur, the, 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 the stigma around an entrepreneur is you have to, Work, 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 work. I don't believe it, but how 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 has being a projector helped you? Well, knowing that I don't know, this is such a hard question because like my struggle is being seen. Like uh... I love what I do, but I need people to buy into what I do. I need people to <laughs> to to want that support making so, faces at the baby yeah so having that's my biggest struggle is the marketing piece yeah uh, that but i just i need to stop like seeing it as marketing and like that's what i that's why i like my instagram page because i'm like you know what i'm just gonna shine my lighthouse i'm gonna pour out my wisdom and whoever is for me will find me through Instagram, will find me through the work that I do here in the city, in my city. Um, and just trust that those who need what I have or that would be serviced by my by what I do will find me. Definitely. And just have, like, I don't know. It's such a challenge because I feel like, oh, there's more I could be doing, but my energy just won't allow for it. It's just like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Burn, burnout is harsh. Um, yeah. cause you know, I just dealt with that, uh, literally like, what was it? Like two weeks ago. Um, yeah. give me your thoughts on me burning out. Um, well, what I had said to you is like, you were doing everything that you were still like you were doing before you just added a baby to the mix, <laughs> which was like quadrupling your workload and yeah. you didn't make any shifts. You didn't make any change and you expected yourself to keep going when it's like, um, you're running on less sleep. You are running on less brain power. Like you just weren't giving yourself compassion and grace. Mm. You had way too high expectations for the workload that you had. Yeah, and myself for sure. Um, mm -hmm. What would you give? To, there's there's a couple people probably who listen to this podcast who know their human design. 
what advice would you give to a generator or a manifesting generator about burnout and how to avoid it and how to know when it's coming on? So you guys will burn out differently. You're going to enter what's called a functional burnout, which means <laughs> you still have that. You can still function. You can still do your day to day, but things are less sparkly. Mm -hmm. Things just feel more cumbersome. Mm -hmm. You know, your lust for life is gone and that's mm -hmm. your burnout. But you can still do the things because it just feels a little bit like it's taking more energy. It feels like so it's in you the backpack. Just need to, yeah, exactly. You need to sit take an audit of your life and see where you're saying yes to things that should be no's. Definitely. I've now, gotten there, more comfortable with that. No. Yeah. You have to, I, boundaries are so important and boundaries doesn't mean that you need to sit down with every single person in your life and now express that between the hours of this and this, you cannot contact me. It doesn't need to be like that. It could be all internal of like, okay, after a certain time, I won't be answering phone calls or I'm going to choose one day a week where I don't make commitments. So maybe it's a Sunday, you know, you have your regular job and you say, no, on Sunday, I won't have commitments. I will not be going to a family dinner. I will not, you know, I don't even want to meet with friends. This is my me day. And that could be a boundary that you set with yourself. So when someone says, oh, Sunday, we're, you know, we're going to be doing this barbecue, whatever. You could just say, oh, no, thank you. I'm not available that day. That's Definitely. a boundary, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely. So I do have a, I have a question just popped up into my head about social media. You see a lot of stuff on social media talking about, oh, you're living out of your, your lower vibrational chakra, the root, you can't live out of the root chakra. Oh, the sacral chakra is bad. I've learned human design. I don't believe any of that crap. What's your thoughts on this new age social media spirituality? Where does it go wrong? Um, You know, there's so much information out there. I think this is where coming back to uh, your human design is huge and why I think everybody should know about it is... Um, you, what, you need to sink into you, what you what you know. So mm -hmm. I can read shit all day long. I, I follow so many different like new age accounts and I'll read something and be like, oh, that lands. Oh, okay, this speaks to me. This is true for me where mm -hmm. it may be bullshit for someone else. Is it, ask yourself, just because someone has written it and put it in a pretty Canva file doesn't mean that it's truth and it doesn't mean that it's true for you. Mm-hmm. Turn it back on yourself. If there's something that triggers you, oh, what is that triggering in me? Why don't I like that? Why isn't that jiving with me? Pay attention to your emotions. And now if, that's, if that is triggering to you, just remember, we weren't taught to honor our emotions as children. We were told to shut up, go to our room and come back when we can behave, right? So again, knowing your human design and, and starting to develop a relationship with your emotions because they're going to tell you what is um what is right for you what's in alignment for you so they're not something to be ignored or shut down they're meant to be listened to so i would just say you need to sink in to what is true for you take that save it or just keep scrolling if if you feel like it's <laughs> just because sure. someone puts it in a pretty file doesn't mean that it holds truth yeah um i saw a super funny one um it's kind of vulgar but i just like it was said, it was a quote that said, bitches be tripping. And under it, it said Harriet Tubman. <laughs> it was hilarious. It's just, it's just people just, the internet. Internet is great and it's also horrible at the same time. But yeah. Um, 
you just got to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, like, it was just hilarious. And, it, and if it's if it's getting to be too much, and if it's not, if scrolling is just irritating you, you have to put the phone away for a while. Like definitely, you just got to be in tune with yourself and what you need. Definitely. Uh, one more, qu- maybe two more questions. Um, <laughs> a big thing with me was not feeling seen and not feeling heard. Mm. How much of that not do you see? You, in- honey. Oh, I know. I was going to say, how much do you see? of that in your clients and it actually dry it i think it actually drove me to get to the level of trader that i am it's like mm-hmm. though the five one wants to help and wants to shine it also wants to be left alone it wants it wants privacy right that's kind of my that's my thing those those base uh neck those base negative beliefs how how do you see that they affect people in a good way and in a bad way All a child wants is to be seen, heard, and loved for who they are, okay? And if they don't feel those things for who they are, they will change who they are in order to be seen, to be Mm -hmm. heard, to be loved. So when I work with someone, those are some of the foundational things that I check, right? Yeah, first thing you checked on me. But that's the way that previous generations have treated children, be seen and not heard. Yeah. Right. So what happens when a child is excited and they're like, mommy, 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 look what I made and be like, and they're shoved off. You know what I mean? Like that is so damaging to a child's soul. Definitely. (laughs) So we're going to go through our life, our adult life. Like I'm going to do anything I can to be seen and heard since my mom and dad didn't, I have to find my worth somewhere. Definitely. It's so, it's so huge in in my class. And it leads to unnecessary, unnecessary competition between siblings, between other people. So definitely unnecessary because your better can be better than someone well, else's better. Adaptive behaviors too. Yes. Yes. Right. So it's yeah. like, why am I slaving away at this job that doesn't give a shit whether I'm here or not? Because if my boss doesn't see me, then, you know, it's just that inner child trying to get that authoritative figure to see them and love them. So I'm going to work and I'm never going to take a sick day because I need my boss to see me. I need to be loved. I need to be honored when really your boss doesn't give a shit. <laughs> You're replaceable. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. One more. I, I do have one more question. I, and again, you can probably attest to this to my human design. I don't like being told what to do. The last stable, <laughs> the last stable job I had when I was literally the best salesperson they ever had, broke every single sales record in the company. And my my boss, who had never sold anything a day in his life, was trying to tell me what to do. And I just yeah. wasn't having it. So, uh oh, I went all cloudy. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear hmm. me? All right. I'll just keep going. So <laughs> my boss was just a dick. And when they fired me, I was like, oh, you guys are firing me? And they're like, yeah, we're letting you go. Cool. I can let this out. Hey, Ben, you're a dick. You're Anyone who goes into my chair <laughs> is going to be screwed up because guess what? You're going to screw them up. <laughs> I went off. Pretty much, mm. I am no longer allowed uh, on their campus, on their anything anymore. Like, I can't, I can't, I just can't. How much of that uh, is in my human design? Ooh, okay. So I don't have your chart in Megan, front of me. Give me one sec. Going. I have to change my speaker. That's my headphones died. That's what it was. Hold on one sec. 
Testing, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can oh, you hear hold me? on. Or is it? It's this one. Hold on. Speaker. There we go. I got it. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right. All right. So there we go. Now I'm ready for you. Oh, so I would I would actually want to look at your center as well. I was waiting for you. I should have pulled up your chart super fast. It's okay. I can actually share my screen if you want. Ooh, can you? Yeah, that would be really cool. I signed up for that uh the website you told me to. Um let's go share screen, screen numero here. The manifesting generator in general really likes to do its own thing. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Um so you speaking out of instinct here. So where your throat here goes into your sacral. Mm-hmm. Um you were yeah, you were just definitely speaking out of out of your instinct. So out of from your gut of like, you guys are effed up. You can't see this. So you just kind of unleashed in that moment. But this um where your heart center is. Yeah. Uh nope, that's not that's your identity. So the oh, little here. triangle the heart so that is your um your worth mm. okay this is where we feel the need to prove ourselves and you did everything you could like you broke sales records and these fuckers still didn't see you better believe that that throat center is going to unleash hell on everybody it did it was bad they sent the company you realized that they just there was something out of alignment there um so yeah i would say that 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 undefined heart there really (laughs) got triggered and you're just like screw you mom i don't want to play anymore oh yeah i went all the way off i called my wife and i felt so good i was like well i got fired and i feel great good it was the best firing of all time um i think we'll end it here um where can people find you on social media Ooh, I am at The Conscious Village. Mm -hmm. So you can go there. I love to talk about all things healing. Um, And if you are a parent, I've kind of shifted a lot of my stuff into um, speaking to parents and families. Um, But you can go there or you could go to theconsciousvillage.ca and see what services I have if you're interested in Theta Healing. Or even if you want to chat with me and see what the best service is for you, you can book a discovery call there and we could just see how what's going on in your life and how I can help you because oh my god I just I love it <laughs> I love it I love it definitely it's your it's it's your calling whether you love it or, or want to hear it or not it's definitely your calling you ever since that uh our last session and I've the the wall's broken and it I feels it. great it feels great it. um thank you for everything you do uh maybe we'll, we're going to film another one where we can go over human design charts and just can so i just yeah i just want to say one more thing let's do it you don't need to know what you want to work on i have people come in with fi- a list of 15 things and i have people come in who don't know what they need to work on and i can help you either way oh yeah i literally told you that i don't know <laughs> yeah you did and then i was like oh that's my favorite thing to do i'm like i'll tell you what your problem is <laughs> oh yeah you did you definitely slapped me in the no, face i'm just kidding in the most in the most loving way but um you don't need to know you just need to be like no i there's something i need changing in my life and we'll go from there 
Definitely. Well, thank you. You guys give Megan a follow. Uh, and if you have any uh, questions, message her about her, not me. Appreciate it. Thank you, Megan. <laughs> and now I got to find the stop record button. <laughs>